Hello, Tom. Hey, Svea. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> what's got you, Chipper? Um, so today's topic... On this gloomy, gloomy day, we're oh. going to talk about gratitude. I think she's got seasonal depression today. Like, I don't know what I'm going No, I'm just saying. I'm okay. looking outside and it's like, I can hear the rain. I love rain. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's kind of gloomy. Yeah, gratitude, so gratitude. hot off the heels of happiness comes gratitude. Yes. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. I know this is this is going to be led by you mostly. But do you have like a difference between gratitude and, and happiness or? Yeah, I think gratitude's an antidote. Mm-hmm. It's like a means to get happy. Yeah. I think. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like it's like the warm, fuzzy afterglow that comes after the pursuit of happiness. Oh, okay. So you think it's a destination? Well, it's not a destination. It's, it, it's what can... Because remember I was saying on the other one that our perception of happiness um well my perception of happiness was very much wrapped in this like needing to achieve some sort of state or or status to then be in a position where i feel like yes i'm happy justified yeah Yeah. and then i feel like you'd then arrive in a place where you'd be full of where you would be full of gratitude so that's why yeah i phrased it like that Mm, interesting yeah. Well, you're wrong, and uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm <laughs> no, glad kidding. to be. I'm glad that I am wrong, because it would be sad that you'd you can only attain it if you like tick some boxes and got like a little brownie stamp from the yeah exactly postmaster. I think or the, this is a if you haven't listened to the happiness episode, go listen to that first. Yeah, because this will make more sense. Um, but the we talked about like happiness being a choice. This yeah. whole idea of like happiness is a choice. Well, there's also another misconception about gratitude, which is, you know, you just need to have an attitude of gratitude. Like, oh, like you just need to fromage. just be it, you know, that's just good, think yeah. about it and just Stilton. be grateful for everything you've got. And like, Less oh, you know, and <laughs> I think that there's it comes those two mentalities, I feel are really they, they, they speak to the same problem, I feel, which is that you. We're, we're putting the onus on you just magically conjuring up these positive feelings yeah when your circumstances or your 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 upbringing or your i don't know your habits are not programmed that way yeah at even just at least yet right they could they could go that way where you become um you know in a more happier state but that's not necessarily something you, where you're at now yeah and we're expecting people to just I don't know, jump over the hurdles and they've never got the training for it. They've yeah. never understood what it is. Like, they don't know how to do it. Um, so, yeah, this, I think it's just a very... Can I just yeah. can I just quickly say, there's a, like, doing these podcasts with you has just made me realise how across so many aspects and, like, of life, we are just not equipped or we just have not <laughs> been set up right for it. Yeah. Well, yeah this is like, like st- well, you know, I think it comes back to the... the the conversation we had in happiness around inequality and you know i don't know what to say except that the it's always the people at the top of the mountain that are like pointing fingers and saying you just need to pull yourself up for your bootstraps yeah. like sort yourself out i got here on hard work and good good attitude rice you and need beans, to beans and rice. yeah you need to <laughs> sort yourself and it's just like yeah i get that but it's yeah. it's not a it's not realistic because people aren't mentally wired that way. Yeah. There are people that are hard, that get in their own way for many a reason. Their childhoods, their um, their life experiences that just have knocked them down a peg or two, and they just don't feel like they're equipped to pull themselves up in that way. Yeah. And then 
the other side of it the other way it's not realistic is that there are just external circumstances that do not that that don't allow you to to strive for those things yeah anyway so coming back to that whole thing of gratitude like so what so i I don't know where we mentioned it in the happiness thing but we were saying oh we should do a separate episode on it because i feel like it's quite a deep um, i think it was when i was referring to um the danish model where they one of them is gladness so there was leaky and then the other one is translated into gladness and one's fleeting happiness and then the other one is like just being like in this perpetual state of happiness which like a blissful state um, and I, I thought about gratitude because I've been, um, I, I've, I've listened, I don't know if you've heard of Brene Brown. Um, I feel a, like I have. I think we must have mentioned her a few times. Um, but she's a researcher uh, in all kinds of things like vulnerability and like these like fundamental human states. Wait, of, is she the choice theory lady? Yes. Yeah, okay. I you love to mention, like, she, okay, basically, listeners, <laughs> she, if you Don't must me. listen to her podcast that she does with um, Russell Brand. It's on YouTube. Yeah. And in one part of that podcast, five minutes, she talks about how she raises her kids through this thing called choice theory, where she says, okay, you're going to, um, if you don't stop kicking up a fuss in, in Tesco, you know, A, you stop fussing and, you, and we can get you a nice treat and get out of here. Or B, you keep fussing and we leave and you don't get a treat right so like that's how you could there's a parenting style and you've just like wrapped up in that her whole identity is just about this five minute little (laughs) short in this two hour podcast she does with russell brand it was the thing i took away that really struck me like you didn't even listen to the rest of it anyway yeah i don't remember the rest i listened just (laughs) that was the bit i remembered so she's a choice theory lady no she's not a choice theory lady she's a a world-renowned Choice psychologist. No, whatever. <laughs> Don't demean her like that. So anyway, Brene Brown, she's amazing. She researches these fundamental human uh, human emotions or states of being. Yeah. Vulnerability, shame, um, guilt, joy, all these kinds of things. And she's um, she, she, she uncovered some really interesting insights around gratitude. And I'll just talk about them now. So just in summary that she's done 12 years of research on this tens of thousands of interviews with people kind of you know qualitative interviews uh, research and um she found consistently without without any real exceptions that the people who were joyous in their life or considered their life to be full of joy yeah all practiced gratitude um not just the attitude of gratitude, like, oh, I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to be grateful today. She's cracked up the Wensley doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that they do a practice of gratitude in their daily life. They, they, they so consciously... They actively... They actively lead, look for yeah. it. Um, and that the practice of... Well, so her claim is that the practice of gratitude invites joy into your life not the other way around so your so your kind of initial theory of when i get happy i'll feel grateful is if you just need to flip that so when i get grateful i'll be happy yeah so if you practice gratitude you can invite joy into your life you can become a more joyous person you can basically live in a in a more joyous state yeah because you're constantly um looking for ways to be grateful you're and there's a practice in it so when I say practice, I mean writing a, and this might sound corny and cheesy to people that don't do it, 
um, myself included, but writing a a gratitude journal um, or listing three things at the end of the day that you're grateful for before you go to bed, um, writing a note in your phone. Um, She does this thing where she speaks, where she's she's got kids, so she, at the dinner table, before they eat, almost they they like how you would say grace they would do i think they are christians so i think they do say grace but then afterwards they they do the same okay what are you grateful for today yeah and they go around you know just say one thing they're grateful for that day and by doing things like that you're you're um paying paying closer attention to the things in your life that um that you're grateful for but you're also looking for more opportunities to be grateful yeah so even if you're in a like a real bad mood or you're going through a really tough time there is not one thing you can't be grateful for there is there is always something like the fact that you're alive or the fact that your eyes work or that your your friends and family are healthy or that you had a really nice cup of tea that day it was really nice or you watched a really great film or it, it could be so trivial it could be that i don't know like that um you got takeaway that day <laughs> like you know and he was i mean if yeah. you're not grateful for Why? takeaway i mean yeah. do you know what i'm saying like just stuff like that like as well these deliveroo and amazon apps have made grateful us, hashtag made grateful us, they've made us feel like when we, when it comes it's like a present as if to say we've not paid for it ourselves. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but do you see what i'm saying so yeah. there's there's, li- there's literally there's there's always something to be grateful for no matter how trivial and that part of part of the problem with I think gratitude and like trying to think about that stuff is it gets too hoity-toity and like you know existential do you think the flag bearers of of gratitude are quite to blame who society has deemed the flag bearers what are the flag bearers of gratefulness for example when you mention like gratitude like you just conjure up images of like like yoga um yogis or oh do you you? I don't think of that or like when i don't think of people or or like a figurehead of yeah. that i but what i do think of is that the that when you think of gratitude you're supposed to think of something that's existential and massive and yeah. like you know that i'm grateful for the or just you know like oh, it, the fi- okay i'm with or you like now. guilt trippy yeah. kind of gratefulness where oh i'm grateful that i'm not starving like the yeah. children in africa yeah, like uh, that kind of stupidness that, that i think we We've Meanwhile, almost kind of been raised Africa with, or you know, finish your dinner because there's people that are starving in Africa, and like, yeah. right? Um, and I feel like that's it's a guilt tripping kind of gratefulness. You're not really grateful. You're just you just feel guilty that you've got something and someone else doesn't. Yeah. Whereas if you flip it on its head and you just say, okay, well, take all of that away. What I don't I don't feel grateful that I had dinner today necessarily that's not something i'm really feeling grateful for but what i really feel grateful for is the fact that i spoke to my friend or i what i played three hours on playstation like it can be something so trivial or uh, i suppose on the face of it meaningless but it's meaningful to you and it's what makes you feel yeah so you're basically saying um don't think of what should be on the list of things you should be what should be just just think about what is on the list like what's genuinely on the list so here's an example i'm actually going to pull up a I, so I started to do this. Um, uh, it's called five minute journal. This idea of a five minute journal, yeah. and I don't know if anyone um, has any uh, like because I don't keep a journal. I've, I've I've tried in the past, and I just find it really cheesy and weird. Um, not gonna lie, Tom, you <laughs> keep a journal, don't you? Uh, yeah. So Somewhat. occasionally, I've, well, it's not a journal per se, but 
Um, but you write down like, yeah, so what's I, going I, on. It, or... it could be at like the middle of the night. I could wake up because I regularly have nightmares, unfortunately. Um, so <laughs> I, That's another story for another yeah, time. <laughs> usually all the dumb stuff as well. But yeah, I, I'll literally just grab my phone. And I know this is like all the people that are like anti-screen time at night are probably rolling their eyes at me. But yeah, I'll literally just grab my phone and just open up the notes app and just write how I'm feeling or just try and document it or i'll literally physically i've got my books my more sky more skies whatever they're called um usually we'll just jot like just i like to just capture that raw emotion because sometimes i'll go mm. back to it and i'll i'll feel oh okay how do i feel about that now or yeah it's just i i guess i'd say i document i don't keep a diary per se right not like day in day out but like at key moments when there's like heightened emotions of some sort i will try to capture it and, and document it in some way yeah I think that's very important um I don't I I guess I'm saying it to say like find a way that works for you like so Tom just pulls out a note in his phone um I've got notion so I created a page on I love me some notion I created a page (laughs) I love me some organizing and there's an app so notion is a desktop and app thing and they have templates for this kind of stuff anyway um which is really cool so and you spend no more than five minutes. Yeah. So literally at the end of the day, you're just reflecting. And like yesterday I went to bed at 1 a.m. And I was I had a really bad evening. I, 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 you saw me. I was miserable for whatever reason. Yeah. And I was like, oh, get out of the journal. And like, you know, it's so cynical. <laughs> you're so cynical I know, about I know. these things, man. It's like... <laughs> but I managed to whip something up. Um, so I said, you know, I'm grateful for Tom. I'm grateful for the bath I had. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful that I read something that day, like I wanted to read. Yeah. The day before, the, or a few days before, I said, what did I say? Like, and like, just to demonstrate how trivial some of this stuff is. I'm grateful for the chicken pasta I had. Yeah. Um, Could have done better on that. I made coffee that day. It was really nice coffee. I wrote that down. Yeah. On Tuesday, I was grateful for the heating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just wrote, I just wrote the heating. It was a cold day. <laughs> it was a cold day. I, mean, yeah. I probably, I, did, I didn't check. Um, I'm grateful for what else did I say? The tracksuit, <laughs> my tracksuit. Yeah, she loves them. I just because I was like trying. I don't know when you're even when you're in a really bad state of mind. There's literally like the fact that I was just wearing a nice warm tracksuit was like oh yeah, and it's you know it's it's just a nice tracksuit. I'll, yeah. I'll write that down. Right? It's not it's not like you have to find something like oh you know I'm grateful for the. The, the breath in my lungs and, you know. but I might have no, to be, I might laughing, have but that is worth like I might have one of those yeah. days too and I, I don't think that that's a problem either way I'm just saying like give yourself permission to not have to be this like philosophical oracle yeah oracle type. you know every every day thinking of the existential it could I think because that can paralyze us sometimes when we're we're trying to be someone that we're not. We're trying to think of think in a way or have a mentality that is not ours right now. Yeah. Instead, take ownership of your mentality that you have now, um, wherever you're at, and practice practice gratitude so that you can develop uh, an awareness of the existential over time. Yeah. And that can become more natural to you because I know on the face of it, like you know. The fact that I have hands and like how incredible my hands are, like <laughs> yeah. you know, like that, it can get quite weird yeah, in that it can way. Yeah, super trippy. Yeah, yeah, and like that's cool. That's that, but that's valuable. Like the your hand is one thing, the veins within them is another. Yeah. The tendons, the da 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 da, like it can go so far. Yeah, and you can spend out that. This is the the truth of it is that if you if you would you would not run out of time if you listed out 
all the things that you should be grateful for. Yeah. Right? Your feet, that You'd literally, you walk, but like or, with, yeah. and everything in between. And I, I think that's a beautiful thing. It's just to, sometimes that's not where your head's at, that to yeah. try and recognize those things. So don't try to. So just don't try to, don't force it. Just think about the things that you're grateful for in that in that moment, in that day. Yeah. Conjure up something. There is, the thing is, even when I was struggling last night to think of something, I was like, oh, come on, Sphere, you can, come on, you can think of one damn thing. So yeah. I wrote, so I think I wrote water. You know, I was like, oh yeah, I had water today. Like, that's pretty cool. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. So I think, that's the, I don't know just kind of hot take just find a way that works for you to, to do it and then I guess the question is well why bother what what's the point yeah, I was going to ask you what do you think the long-term effects of doing this would so be? yeah there's there's um a bunch of research on this uh there's this idea of positive psychology like a, a study of um improving well-being mm-hmm. and gratitude comes up consistently in research and studies and clinical trials and all, all kinds of things in, of that nature um to come back to Brene Brown, she talks about, you know, the practice of, of gratitude to then elicit joy, but that joy itself is quite a terrifying thing because have you ever had stuff where like your work's going well, relationships are good, you know, everything's great. And you're thinking this is going to end soon. Something bad's going to happen. (laughs) And I think that's very natural. We all deal with that. I think she mentioned this example of parents who look over their baby sleeping and think, this is something's gonna go oh my god so he's gonna rock she's gonna stop breathing you know like stuff like that and you know you're because because we when we love something so much or we love our life so much or we feel like things are going well there's this catastrophizing that happens we just immediately try and invite something um negative to happen to then say that oh well i saw that coming you know it's like we're trying to get ahead of it you know whose perspective i'd love to get on that um sports people so like for example (laughs) like say um, like in basketball or football or whatever sport, you're in the lead and you're winning. The game's not over yet. The race is not over yet. But you're you're in the lead, and then like you're just. But I think that's that sports psychology. It's yeah. slightly different. They they go through processes to try and like visualize success and stuff. Yeah. I doubt that they're in that moment. They're thinking oh, it's gonna win. It's gonna because they're they're the that's not. No, I'm just. I think it's in my head because it happened last week at the uh, F1. The oh, the guy, oh, it was so heartbreaking. He got a puncher, and like it was his first time in Lewis Hamilton's car. He was doing so so well, and then it just went barely up. Ended in like eighth. Like it's just yeah, was it eighth or ninth? I don't know. But yeah, it's just horrible. So I I just when you're talking about like parents looking over and they're like they're worried that oh things are so good right now, and then. I don't know. That's why I was like, I'd be so interested to like to hear from a sports person in terms of like how they handle that feeling because I feel like they experience the the highs and lows on a much more on a much on faster, an extreme basis. Yeah, much more higher frequency. But yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, but she says so. Basically, we try and beat it to the punch. We try to say, well, I saw it coming, or no, yeah. you know, oh, I knew something bad was going to happen. Yeah, and we try and invite it in almost. She says we dress rehearse tra- tragedy. Well, wait, um, what's, yeah, self-catastrophizing, you said, is the term, or, like, self-sabotage, that's self-sabotage. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she says dressing, dress rehearsing tragedy, as in, we're already imagining it happening before it happens, yeah. and as if, as if it's going to prepare us for something when it does happen, and the truth is, is, like, when you're catastrophizing that, you know, a loved one's going to die, or that you're going to lose your job, or yeah. as if you're trying to prepare your emotions to deal with it, 
the, the truth is is that you'll you will not be able to deal with there is nothing that could prepare you for yeah. something like that so why are you trying to anticipate it yeah. or or prepare for it i think the only way you can prepare for it is to is to is to live in the moment now and to be yeah. and to to appreciate that you've got that thing now that you've got that job now yeah. that you have your loved ones now rather than preparing for their for their for, for those things to go away and also as well i guess it's it just speaks to that whole thing of like there's more power in the now than there is in the even the past or in the future well yeah because like, if just... you're living in the in the past you're not you're not fully living in the present and appreciating the present and then if you're living for the future again same thing i think i think kind of goes back to the happiness thing, the podcast around um to stop trying to strive for something when i get there when i hit that yeah. achievement or that checkpoint i'll be happy you're losing sight of what what you should be happy for now not in a should way not should as in you know you're a piece of shit you're not thinking about those things now yeah. it's not to that kind of like self-flagellate but i think just just giving yourself permission to to feel okay right now you know you know what nothing's perfect right now you know so-and-so is you know broke up with that person or you know my job's not going so great but all whatever acknowledge the things you're not very happy with or content yeah. with but then say but you know what there there's a few things i should i you know that i'm that i'm really happy for that i'm I grateful guess as for well, like what you're proposing here in terms of like get advocating for people to basically start their own gratitude journal is good in a way in terms of like having dedicated time focused on the here and now yeah. Um, to like because if you're somebody that is potentially like wrapped up and always thinking and always scheming about what to do next or what i need to do to put myself in a position for like the next 10 or 5 years or whatever i think taking that 5 minutes like literally just to drag yourself back from the future yeah exactly into, like, exactly is so so crucial it's just a moment of stillness yeah. and again we'll keep coming back to it comes back to mindfulness just like sitting sitting with it and saying okay well what's happening right now yeah. how what am i feeling right now and so what what she says is that i think this is consistent in the research as well is that the more you practice this the more it becomes part of your natural mindset yeah. obviously so then you start looking for ways to be grateful yeah. throughout your day so you're not you're no longer waiting you're no longer doing this as a five minute window at the end of the day. You start to then look, think about it when you wake up in the morning or when a good thing happens in the day or you're, you're already kind of checking that in your list. Oh, that's something I should be grateful for. Like, that's great, you know? So it, it feels like the more, it's a habit. It's just building a habit, right? The, the more you exercise, the yeah. more your muscle mass increases and then the more you feel confident in your clothes and the more you feel healthy when you're going up the stairs. Like, your, your, the benefits of exercise is not limited to the a half an hour of exercise you're doing. It, it starts to expand beyond that and go into just your normal life. It's the same with gratitude. Simple question, a um, bit trivial, but we'll see where it goes. Do you think people are scared of like envisaging like something good happening or being yeah terrified grateful. terrified because i keep yeah. thinking of like the cynical like responses that might pop up yeah and it's because it, it, we're just rehearsing tragedies yeah. we're just we're preempting we're preempting negative stuff to happen because we've the thing is we've experienced negative things before yeah so we know so that feeling it's a possibility so yeah, it's a possibility not, yeah, it's but not we've, irrational fear. and naturally i think we all know this if if you were to read you know um 
I don't know, school report from your teachers and that everyone's saying great things and then one teacher says one bad thing, you're focusing on the bad thing, yeah. right? We naturally focus on the negative. I think it's like a evolutionary survival tactic that mm. we, you know, we do that. There's probably a lot on that that is much smarter and more eloquent yeah. than what I just said. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's natural for us to focus on the negative. So this is a way to just, to, I guess reprogram and the thing with gratitude is it's not saying that everything's great it's just looking for good things in your shit day right yeah. so it might be in a horrible day but yeah. you're just not focusing on that for five minutes you're not going to focus on the negative you're going to look for the positive and then when that becomes a habit then you're always looking for the positive in your day things to be grateful for um and then and then you know you can only imagine that if your mind is focusing more on positive then you become more a more positive or joy joyous person when yeah. you're focusing on things to be to be grateful for um but she i mean this is this is yeah this is tried and true that we're we're just scared of of experiencing joy because we feel we feel like it's going to be taken away from us because yeah. maybe it was one time maybe it was it's in the past so sad it's like those early years like if you experience or take an l as a kid like it can really yeah, it scars like, you absolutely <laughs> it's mad and we're now kind of anticipating failure or or you know but if you if you start dating someone you're anticipating that they're gonna do something yeah. to you or that's what's gonna go wrong yeah um, i just thought i wanted to ask that just because it i felt it popping up in my conscience that like maybe part of the reason why i've not even entertained this is because i'm scared or what you're talking about the whole i'm um, catastrophizing and yeah. all of this and that like it, like I feel like that can also be extrapolated in a different situation where I would like and wouldn't allow myself to envisage the week going good. There's more more goodness happens to us than bad. Yeah. But then um, Brene Brown talks about this, you know, this thing of um, when you're so like when we build up this habit, you start to look for reasons to be grateful, and then this is this is what's really key to living a a joyous life is to because it just sort of the 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 scales tilt in the joy department yeah. rather than the fear department kind of tilts from fear to joy mm-hmm. um and this this idea that we live in a culture of scarcity so kind of coming back to the happiness thing of you know when you're trying to achieve life balance and yeah. it's because you're thinking that so and so's got it I, well then that means i don't have it yeah. and how do i get it that, that we're always in that and as if life is a zero-sum game and sometimes it is right sometimes it is but sometimes it isn't and I think if you're living in a in a culture where there's only enough for some and you know you start to lose sight of the little things that you actually benefit from or you you should you, you should be grateful for yeah like I said the really trivial stuff like you had a really nice cup of tea in the morning I mean is that not enough right yeah um but there's 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 so many studies on this about how you know gratitude can lead to a positive mindset and mm-hmm. it can like lead to an enriched life and the irony is it's like for something that has such a huge impact on you it's actually really simple to do it's just a really simple practice yeah. it's it's like and I, it's I private know, you don't this, need to yeah. you know harp on about it to other people you can just say you can just, it's a private thing between you and your mobile phone or you and your notebook whatever it is you're just writing a few things down and then 
said it and forget why it. We build it up as if to say it's like some unattainable huge thing. It's the like, same thing yeah. as meditation. Everyone thinks that that's like this. It's it's reserved for the enlightened. Yeah, like you have to. Or is it Ace Ventura um, when he's like up in the temple and there's like thousands and thousands of steps and then he goes up there and then he walks in and then there's monks and in there like <laughs> meditating for like. 13 hours a day like i don't know why but that's like, true yeah. too like that's those there are those people in the world yeah. right actually but i mean as in like you you'd think that that's like the baseline for meditation yeah when actually it, it doesn't have it's to be 10 minutes in the morning in your pajamas <laughs> you haven't cleaned your teeth yet yeah. <laughs> you're just sitting in your bed like you know almost snoozing yeah, like that's meditation a lot of stuff and just make it feel like it's unattainable when it very much is like it's going back to that analogy that i dropped on the other one on the happiness one that the you know when i was talking about the little steak and then like the little bit of sauce and stuff oh geez like it just it's sometimes just the most simple stuff like is goes a long way rather than trying to overcomplicate but on that did i was gonna say just to i guess i don't know how long we've been going was a quick little one but i wanted to also talk about the um importance of gratitude in spiritual practices Mm -hmm. as well um do you is there anything in christianity that pertains to this idea of gratitude (laughs) <laughs> you proper hit me on the spot um put me on the spot of course there is um or anything you've gleaned not to speak for christianity or anything but well yeah no there's tons of like stories that kind of point towards being grateful and like not having worries or cares um like i don't know why if like for peeps that are familiar with like the biblical texts um there's oh uh, you probably know job I've, I've, yeah yeah so obviously he got licked down and tested by um <laughs> by God and the devil. <laughs> he had to like keep seeing the bright side of life, and then different things will keep happening. And I, okay. I'll never, I will never forget like my feeling after reading that particular book was just like I can never complain about anything in my life. I can never <laughs> like <laughs> that guy went through a hard time. But it, it's it's and then yeah, it's just a cautionary like tell in terms of like if he can still keep it moving and keep happy and and still like praise god then you can just still like chill it like there's loads of little anecdotes um as i said um you put me on the spot sorry when i've ever had like really tough times spiritually where i've like felt really disconnected i can directly relate it back to my inability to see goodness yeah and like having some perspective and saying I've got something so to be grateful up. for today. Yeah. Exactly. If I'm so wrapped up in the negative circumstances or my negative feelings or my ne- negative emotions, I I don't I start to lose sight of the the graciousness. I I don't think gratitude. We shouldn't see gratitude as a means to become enlightened. You know, beams of light yeah. that just float through the world and don't. Life's still tough, man. Like yeah. we will not be divorced from that. We will deal with. To, like tremendous pain yeah and grief and and negative situations in our lives but it's it's not it's not the absence of those things that creates joy or creates a fulfilling life it's the it's the way in which you deal with those things that creates a, a sustained joy in your life or a yeah. sustained happiness right you're gonna go through those things regardless but instead of instead of anticipating them or preparing for them in a false way why don't you live in the present be grateful for what you have now find ways to be grateful for it now practice those those ways 
And when those bad things happen, you'll be able to bounce back, basically. You'll be able to build a resilience where you can come back to gratefulness, back to a state of, of, um, of of gratitude that you can then you know and also as well as someone bring it like invite joy back in like i I was gonna say as someone that has like faced my fair share of trials and stuff like i do feel like if you can will yourself through and like be gracious and have the gratitude and build up the hope and the resilience like sooner or later as i said that you just use the key word there you'll build up a sense of resilience because you've got like an active bank of good stuff that you know that you can draw energy and strength from um yeah like just and just like general motivation stuff to keep you going and like it's kind of like a a pinch yourself type moment like you you know that you can pinch yourself with these good thoughts at any given time to like try and like shake you out of um, yeah exactly it's like even if it's like five minutes before bed you're nodding off and you're writing some stuff down and you're like maybe you're not even you're kind of bullshitting a little bit you're sort of like but it might come back to help you but it's like just practice it anyway right it's a build the habit like everyone says you know don't wait to be motivated to exercise because yeah. you're never gonna yeah, be consistent it's not coming as you said you've got this bank of gratitude journals that you've been building up and stuff you just need to create like an ecosystem to like help you essentially like be grateful and to build up that resilience yeah so to speak cool yeah this was fun well guys i guess we'll leave it there um yeah, this was interesting. Um, and I'm kind of glad that we've done this like directly off of the back of the happiness episode as well. As we go into 2021, yeah. Let's find ways to be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> and let's let's find let's find a way to I enjoy the now. Don't you feel like um this is probably the first time you've not seen people piping up in December about new year new me cuz yeah. everyone got humbled this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you I was I was one of the dum dums that bought a planner. <laughs> I bought a twenty twenty planner. I was like, I'm gonna achieve got... my goals. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. I guess it's a perfect opportunity to. Exp- I did actually like, achieve express. them. To be fair, yeah. like I, I don't know why I'm like <laughs> no, but do you know what it was? It was like I spent thirty pounds on it. Like yeah. this, like you know, hardback, yeah. almost like a moleskin type thing. Yeah. It had all these different pages. Oh, anyway, I mean, whatever. Like, I guess not, if anything, this year probably has shown us. And it's like... You can't anticipate. Yeah, you got to be grateful because you don't know what's around the For corner. Real. No, in a big way. Big like, way. My goodness. But as we go into 2021, let's, like, <laughs> off, off the back of the happiness episode and this episode, I hope that there is a, a somewhat of a tool kit nestled in there to, I don't know, yeah. bring bring some of that stuff forward in, into the new year. And we hope you have a wonderful new year. Take care, have a happy new year, and thank you for listening to all of the Yeah, thank you for listening this year. This is a big year, weird year for all of us, but you know, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Okay, bye guys. Bye.